to the fifth episode of the Two Brothers in the Sports podcast. We're going to talk about the NFL's 2020-2021 schedule, the last dance, sports reopening amid the coronavirus, and the U.S. women's soccer national team, our first of many women's sports topics. About a week ago, the U.S. women's soccer national team lost a year-long case in the Supreme Court demanding equal pay. One example of this is that the team that won the last Men's World Cup, France, won $38 million in prize money, as opposed to the team that won the last Women's World Cup, the U.S., only won $4 million. This headline was not addressed and talked about enough, so we have decided to shed some light on this issue and give our takes. Arsh, what do you think? I think this is really unfortunate. Like you said, how is this not all over the headlines? This is a fight for equal pay. And I think that there's other jobs where women and men both get the same pay, doctors, teachers, etc. So why not for sports? Like 30, how much? 36 million? 38 million. 38 million. France won for winning the World Cup. 38 million versus women's, which is what? 5 million. 4 million. That's crazy. It's just a crazy gap. How, and this judge, how do you do that? Why can't they get the same pay? Like, why not? Give me one valid reason. There's no way. They're the same people. Just because you're a different gender doesn't mean you get less money. So, I I thought this was also unfair. Um, and I believe there shouldn't, as I said, there shouldn't be such a big gap between men and women's sports and that, how much they are paid. Both athletes put their bodies through the same risk in the same sport, but they don't make the same amount somehow. They compete in the same, almost the same competitions, and they compete, as I said, in the same sport. According to an article by Andrew Doss posted in the New York Times, many stars like Megan Rapinoe, Alex Morgan, and Carly Lloyd, quote, eagerly embraced the fight. After the case, Megan Rapinoe tweeted, quote, we will never stop fighting for equality. I agree because, as I said earlier, many risks are the same for both athletes, and pay shouldn't be different. Also, as I said, there are many jobs that have both genders involved, but they are paid equally. For example, nurses and doctors and teachers, they, they all uh, teach, but they are paid the same. This should be the same for sports. They all play sports. In this case, it's the same sport. They all play the same sport, so they should be paid the same. Yeah, and a lot of people are saying, Oh, the women's national team requires less skill, responsibility, and ability to be than playing for the men's team. And to those people, I say, say that. And we'll me personally, I'll go over the tapes personally with you, and we'll see which one requires more skill, more responsibility, and more ability. With all the backlash that some reason comes for being a different gender than a male. And the U.S. has played at a higher level than the U.S. men's team, and yet the U.S. men's team still makes more than the U.S. women's team. The U.S. women's team has won the last two Women's World Cups. The U.S. men's team hasn't won in, like, the past three or four. Have they won the tournament? They have, yeah. But even more, three or four, the more they haven't even won. And the woman, U.S. women's is getting paid less. And also, the amount of revenue gen- generated in the U.S. men's World Cup is four hundred million, and in the in the women's, not not revenue, but total prize money in the men's is four hundred million, and in the women's is only thirty million. That also is unfair. Um, all the revenue in the women's World Cup, the 
um, the men's World Cup winners get more than all of it in the women's, and that just shows how unfair it is. And it's not only World Cups, it's tournaments. It's just salaries. I bet you that they get as much or more money in the U.S. for um, women's sports, so why don't they get as much money? Because they get as much revenue. Yeah. Alright, so now we're going to talk about the 2020-2021 through 2021 NFL schedule, which was released at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time yesterday. Now, I'm going to talk about some win-losses for a few teams, and my brother is going to talk about strengths and good schedules. Okay, so I have three teams. The first being the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys had high hopes last year, but I don't think they lived up to it with 8-8. Eight um, but in total, they have 16, all 16 games. Six games were are against uh, teams that have made the playoffs last year. But there's only five teams because they play the Eagles twice. So I'll just go first two games, win-loss for each team, and then I'll give straight to schedule. So Cowboys-Rams, uh, the Rams losing Todd Gurley, and I don't think they have a good back yet, a good permanent running back yet, running back yet. So, I'll give them the win there, and also judging by how bad they beat them last year. The Falcons, I give the Cowboys a loss to the Falcons, because Matt Ryan, depending on how healthy he is, and with Julio Jones being a huge X-factor there, um, and then, but they lost, um, who's their Titan again? Who's? Uh, Falcons. Um, Austin Hooper. Yeah, they lost Austin Hooper in free agency. So I still gave the Falcons the win there, so the Cowboys lose. So their schedule, I predicted 10-6. and six. Um, Next team is the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens had high hopes last year in the playoffs, but they were defeated early by the Tennessee Titans. I think this year they will do a lot better in the playoffs if they make it to the playoffs and if they have the same firepower that they did last year. One of the I just want to highlight one game. Monday night football on September twenty eighth, yeah. Chiefs and Ravens. That will be a very, 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 very good game. And like the like the Chiefs uh Chiefs Rams game last year, at, or not last year, but two or three years ago. Like uh what both teams were in the fifties I think. Yeah. yeah, I think it will be like that. Maybe even higher if that's possible. Uh huh. And their strength of schedule, I haven't, I haven't given them a record yet, but I think they'll do pretty good, better than better than ten and six. Um, Chiefs, uh, my third team is the Chiefs. Uh, first two games are the te- uh, Texans and the and the Chargers. First, the te- the Texans. Deshaun Watson can be tough. He can be risk. Uh, he can be risky for whatever team he plays against. But I think the Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champions, the Chiefs will get the win there. And then the Chargers. Chargers also uh, can be risky because they have a really, really good defense. Um, but I think they'll get the win there too. Uh, I looked over their schedule, but I haven't predicted them. But I think they'll be 11-5 and five and heavily favored in the playoffs again. Arsh, what do you think? Okay, so everyone wants to know about Joe Burrow, the number one overall pick in the 2020 NFL Draft. So my first team is the Cincinnati Bengals. They start off their season playing the Chargers without a Phillip Rivers. And I'm just going to give Joe Burrow for his first 
probably first career start unless there's an injury. I'm going to give them a W. So right now they're 1-0. They play the Browns next. I'm going to give them a W there. So Joe Burrow to his NFL career will start 2-0. I think that to the Eagles for their third game, I'll give them an L. For the fourth game, the Jaguars will give them a W. So for the first four games, 3-1. I think that they'll lose to the Ravens. Um, the Colts with a new Phillip Rivers, I'll give them a win. So for six games, 4-2. Browns beat again. Um, but Titans, I think that they're going to lose there. So right now they've won. Um, they've won. They're five and three. I think that they'll beat the Steelers. Lose to and against the Redskins. I'll give I'll give the Redskins an upset against Chase with Chase Young with his former in his former draft class. So first ten games, I have Joe Burrow as six and four. And then things start going a little bit downhill a little bit later. They win against the Giants, win against the Dolphins, and that's 12 games. I'm going to give the Bengals a loss to the Cowboys, and then I'm going to give them another loss to the Steelers, another loss to the Texans, and yet again another loss to the Ravens. So that's four losses to end out their season. A pretty good season for a rookie, but not good enough to make the playoffs. My second team is the 49ers, the defending NFC champs. I'm going to say that they, first game of the season, the Cardinals upset them. So they take an L there, beat the Jets, beat the Giants, beat the Eagles, beat the 49ers, and beat the Dolphins, and then lose to the Rams. They beat, they, they beat the Patriots, lose to the Seahawks, lose to the Packers, lose to the Saints, beat the Rams, Beat the Bills, lose no. Beat the Redskins, lose to the Cowboys. Beat the Cardinals, and then beat the Seahawks again. So pretty good season. Maybe even one that they can go back to the Super Bowl. Now, my third team, maybe the most hyped schedule yet, the Buccaneers, with new Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. I'm gonna say that they take a win over the Saints, a hard win. Um, they beat the Panthers. They beat the um, Broncos, and they beat the Chargers. So that's a 4-0 start for Tom Brady. They beat the Bears. They lose to the Packers. So 5-1, not too bad. They beat the Raiders, 6-1. Beat the Giants, 7-1. Lose to the Saints, 7-2. Beat the Panthers, 8-2. Uh, lose to the Rams, let's say, 8-3. Um, lose to the Chiefs, 8-4. Beat the Vikings nine and four, beat the Falcons ten and four. They beat the Lions eleven and four, and they lose to the Falcons in week seventeen as an upset. So um, they are not too shabby either. Probably going to the playoffs. And those are my three teams. And I think it's interesting how the NFL plans to start on time. September thirteenth, I think, is the first game. I'm not sure, but I think it's, it might be before that. But I think it'll be interesting to see if they actually start on time with the coronavirus and many experts predicting that it'll come back in the fall. Now that it has been halfway through the Last Dance series, we are going to recheck on it and talk about episodes 1 through 6. Arav, what do you think of this documentary and would you like to see more?
Well, I love this documentary, and I've been keeping up with it. So I thought I think it's amazing. I think they they did it very very well. And as I said earlier, I think they did it in a perfect time with the quarantine intact. Um, I would love to see more. I don't. I think they're only doing ten episodes, right? Ten episodes. Yep. But I I hope they do like another episode. Or what if they did it like on another team? I don't know. If, I've been, I've heard rumors from friends. That uh, apparently they Kobe in his last season had uh, a secret camera crew too, and so I don't know if they'll do another season based from on Kobe if that's even true, or if they'll do another uh, season altogether. But I'd love to see more, and I think they did this very, 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 very well. And I think it's sweeping the nation. I sweep. I think it's sweeping the nation, and many, many people love it. And if you're a basketball fan, you have to enjoy how well they did this and all the information packed into it. Yeah, but um, like you said about Kobe, they were only going to do the documentary. I think if he was still alive, so I don't think they're doing it anymore. But um, for the other teams, I think they have it on ESPN Plus. This is actually the first one that is actually you don't have to pay for it. You're just it's just free. And I think that this documentary has been amazing so far, really going into the depths of MJ, talking about how hard it would be to be him and how all the backlash, even though he does so much stuff for people, all that gets focused on him is what that, what he does bad or if he makes a mistake. And as I said, he's a human. He makes mistakes. So, yeah. And it really shows how dominant he he was. His agent said that if he played now, he would shoot 75% and average, I think, 50, it was 50 points? Yep. Yeah, something like that. Um, so that really shows how confident his agent is in him and how dominant he really would be in today's day and age in the NBA. Amid the coronavirus, many sports are scheduling schedules like the NFL, as we talked about earlier, and many sports are reopening. For example, the KBO. Arsh, what do you think about this? Um, I think that the KBO is a pretty good idea, and also n- not only for the KBO, but it'll also help the American sports leagues and other sports leagues to see how it'll be to reopen. And also, like the PGA reopening next week, um, USC 240, 249, yeah, they have a fight on Saturday. They're going to have a fight tomorrow, today for you guys, because we're uploading today. But, um, so yeah, that's probably, this is going to be an interesting re-entry. Um, we're going to see how it works out with the KBO with the PGA, UFC 249. See if this actually all works out, and that if we can get back to our beloved sports. And I think it will be interesting to see how, if they schedule any games, what will happen if the coronavirus does come back in the fall, or if it does make an appearance again like the flu every year, or if it's still going on when sports are reopening, how will they play around that? And I thought uh, I just had I just wanted to list a few sports that are reopening. Uh, the KBO is open. PGA is planning to reopen. UFC 249 on May 9th in Florida, as Arsh mentioned, and then the Bundesliga. Many sports are opening, and I know many sports and many teams are thinking about opening without fans, like a a game without fans. And I think it will be interesting to see how they implement that and if they actually follow that. Uh, I bet they will if they say they will. Um, And it will also be interesting to see, as I said earlier, how they plan around stuff happening. 
Thanks for listening to the fifth episode of the Two Brothers Inner Sports Podcast. Catch us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Bye.